Hello, howdy. Hi, Chris. How are you doing today? Not good. It's stormy. Is it stormy or is it just the background you're using? No. <laughs> I can never tell when you ask me this question. <laughs> no, it's been storming a lot. So I'm waiting uh, for spring to start. Yeah, you could keep all the storms. Uh, we had probably three or four this week and today is actually good. Um, I definitely want to be outside I'll probably honestly I feel like lounging but just like in the grass so <laughs> we'll see what happens later today <laughs> if I had grass I would do that but I don't have any <laughs> you're all out like Germany's just fresh out or is it just your property location my property well actually you know we there's a community garden I could go to but I'm not yeah, doing there that. you go just no. frolic no <laughs> you bring your your favorite cat with you and you know just frolic <laughs> no she's sleeping i can't do that to her no i don't there's a th so the the region i live in is is like a worker region basically so there mm -hmm. isn't like a lot of nature here um long story short it was the powerhouse of germany where a lot of wood coal steel uh, iron and stuff like that was produced so people were more interested in working than playing and that's pretty much what the region looks like there's almost no nature here so nothing to write home about too practical yeah I, you know i i would consider myself and i don't know about you but uh probably a minimalist at heart but with a creative extension ex eccentric yeah-ness yep. to, to who I am. <laughs> so there's a little bit of mess that's always just about, um, but I definitely obsessed with the organization. But you need, like, uh, you know, I'm going to mention it probably a million times, but going yeah. to New York, it's the one thing that I, like, desperately look for. I'd probably live there if if I had more of what I have here in, in, in terms of well, yeah, I, I would love it there if there was more nature. Uh, I think that that creates a separation of um, how to appreciate the earth as it is <laughs> I, I, and all, all its givings. <laughs> I, I don't want to be a stickler for words, but do you mean New York City or New York? Anyway, well, I, I guess I mean, yeah, my experience has mostly been in the different cities uh i don't know if um, i would want to live in new york city just for the simple fact that i'm against large cities i don't like them they're nice to visit but i i don't want to marry them <laughs> so i don't want to live there forever <laughs> well it sounds like what you're dealing with is it's fairly industrial it's a um, yeah it's a very industrial region here yeah couldn't you say the same thing about major cities what that there's no nature well, well, yeah, it's just, well, what, what is it about major cities that you don't like? They're big, they're dirty, they're loud, they're overrated, they're expensive, uh, they're, they're full of tourists. Um, if you really want to experience the local culture, that's the last place you want to go. I'm not like, for example. Or it's the only place you'll need to go because they're all in one melting pot. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, that's true, but you'll never get. Uh, the real experience by going to a big city like for example i would say going to a smaller city will give you a better image of the u.s as opposed to like going to like los angeles or new york or new york city i mean so and it's the same i disagree here. it's like the it's express a, path it's okay to, to be wrong kidding. but <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's okay to be wrong, Chris. I, I can I can use your own words against you. <laughs> I'm not knocking big cities. I just don't really like them. I mean, yeah. they're good when you have stuff to do, but plus, they're like I said, they're expensive. Well, you have, yeah, you have to have a lot of money. I feel like you're almost paying for the convenience of stacking so many things together. That's just how I would view a city in general like that. I mean, but the, it also... The inconvenience. <laughs> the... <laughs> I don't know like when you hear about like how how small the apartments are I wouldn't want to live with those for like a thousand dollars um not necessarily talking about New York but I'm talking about like for example the bigger cities here where mm. you're just basically paying a tax for living in the city because it's just so expensive right so but 
if you okay like let's say you're going to live in new york you most likely find a job that's of equal pay to say living out in missouri you know um we pay around what a little over 600 but then what we get paid is around 12 dollars an hour for an average job with no accreditation you know (laughs) uh but over there you could start out at the same rate you know you're getting paid a little higher hourly to afford you know um i'd like to believe that i doubt that's true (laughs) because a lot of people are you know uh, protesting and demanding $15 an hour in certain areas, demanding mm, a, living, yeah. a living wage. And if you go to something like California, where you have like these homeless cities, so to speak, where people are just living in tents, mm-hmm. uh, and that's a huge problem. And Los Angeles isn't a poor city. So right. there's a discrepancy between how much things cost and how much you earn. And I don't know. But. I, I can see what you're saying. Uh, I definitely think the people I know who do live in New York, uh, they're fortunate enough to be able to travel outside of their individual, you know, mm. uh, area and then go into a major city and be able to work at jobs that are slightly higher paying. I think it's just more about public transport transportation and how accessible it is like one of the greatest things that I got to experience that I didn't when I was a kid because we do have family there is that they have the water taxis like the water ferries so it's like two dollars and fifty cents and you're beelining from the Bronx all the way into Manhattan in under 30 minutes which is unheard of unless you're taking a cramped subway during rush hour you know what i mean Mm. to where you have to be really competitive but then uber driving and you know the different i say uber but i just mean any general outside of taxis (laughs) system um has made things more affordable as well um but i definitely don't my biggest quant my biggest thing is noises you hear all the noises up against those buildings. Um, yeah, but- Uber and stuff like those things should be illegal, and they are in certain countries. And it was illegal for the longest time in Germany, um, for the simplest fact that, uh, well, like you're taking work away from taxi drivers, and that's like a, a job oh, that, you, yeah. that you learn how to yeah. do. And secondly, um, at least with, with respect to Germany you have to have the proper you have to have a different driver's license if you want to actually transport people and you have to have the proper insurance because if you have an accident and someone has to cover that and yeah. if you're just some person just transporting people you're in a lot of trouble yeah you're and, personally liable yeah and that's why it was banned for a couple months here in germany like lyft uber all these services and you know they've it, it's an american company so they have a lot of money and they fought real hard and they won so now they're they're allowed to do business but they get a lot of hate uh i think rightly so um, yeah if my if my insurance found out that i was uh shuttling people around i'd definitely be personally responsible and i just i don't think it outweighs um yeah that 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 even minimal chance that i get into an accident i just yeah. don't want to be sued <laughs> yeah there's, but there's no way i'm getting paid enough money to handle that out of pocket <laughs> but that goes back to this whole this whole gig economy that has really taken off in the last like decade where people are just trying to find a way you know to earn some money on the side and then that turns yeah. into like a full-blown job mm-hmm. but you're basically back where you started because it's not like you're earning a lot of money doing that well i don't want to like I don't want to assume. I don't know what people like who do these kind of work. I don't want to assume what they earn, but they're they're not rich, and we're just gonna say that they're not rich. Yeah, and that that's a huge problem. Um, but what you said about public transportation, yeah, I love it. I haven't used it in over a year for obvious reasons, but right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is. Uh, I do. You do take it for granted when you get here. Yeah, and I think that anybody who probably lives in rural areas yeah (laughs) like it's just harder to get any type of public transportation like where i live specifically there's there's nothing i I think uh people over 50 can ride a scheduled bus that they have to call and request the service Mm -hmm. um but other than that uh you're just on your own (laughs) and and that goes back to the heart of America and, and capitalism 
so after yep. after world war ii a lot of these uh, automotive industries they bought up the railway system and they liquidated it and so they destroyed the trains they destroyed the tracks they destroyed all of that and they try and it sounds like a conspiracy theory but it's true you can go and look it up and they wanted to sell people more cars so and if there were no trains and there are no trams and then no subways well you're not going to ride a bike 50 miles so you're going to buy a car right. <laughs> and, and it worked and so the, a lot of the cars that were sold were after world war ii up until like the 70s so that mm-hmm. was kind of like the golden age of you know of cars and muscle cars and it was in that time too where they tried to get americans not to use stick shift because stick shift sounds scary to a lot of people and it's a lot more complicated than automatic and because before that it was very typical to have a stick shift yeah and you know, having cheap cars that are automatic allows you to sell more cars, which is completely opposite in almost every other country. So, yeah, uh, probably an unpopular opinion is definitely that oh. I don't like cars. Oh, <laughs> you know, oh, you want to know what happened to me yesterday? This is something I don't mind saying. Okay, <laughs> I woke up to a flat tire. <laughs> And apparently I had been driving on it the day before, not aware of it. Oh, wow. Um, So it must have, you know, it must have been a slow leak at first. And then I'm sure I hit the highway coming home. Mm. Um, You know what I mean? And it probably just, it annihilated the tires, essentially what happened. So they couldn't recover it and it had to get towed. (laughs) And the whole process cost almost $500. Yeah, that's, (laughs) my car's not working. My car's not working either. So yeah. that I'd reminds rather, I'd rather pay 250. Yeah, that reminds me <laughs> of when I was when I had my very first car when I was 14. Mm-hmm. And there was a nail in the tire. And mm-hmm. I really didn't want to change it. And so I just kept putting I just kept putting air in it. <laughs> and I did that. <laughs> and I did that for like three or four weeks, maybe like five or six weeks. And oh, every time no. I noticed it would get low, I would just put air because it was a very slow leak. And then one day I was at work. And I wanted to drive home and my tire just exploded. <laughs> and so, and that happened right next to AAA. So I went over there and it was like, hey, can you guys give me a tire? He's like, yeah, sure. For $150, we'll give you a tire. <laughs> and so they changed. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> I hate, just when you eat it, like, oh, man. I don't, I don't like cars. It is like, they're nice to drive, but I don't like having them because it's a lot to maintain. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and it, and it immediately depreciates the minute you purchase it. Which so, is why, yeah, which yeah. is why I don't buy new. But yeah. I can't afford it anyway. Yeah. Well, I thought buying new, like on, on the opposite end, would relieve me of these problems for at least a couple of years. So I have a three-year lease and I'm thinking, oh, that's a, a good time to only need basic maintenance. It, like it shouldn't have been any issue, but between property tax and um, routine maintenance and then the new tire, I mean, I've already spent more than I would have on my previous car yeah <laughs> it's a yeah a life lesson <laughs> i'll probably have to buy a new car soon too but i i don't i can't go anywhere anyway because everything's closed so yeah, you guys are definitely dealing with more strict regulations than us in the u.s <laughs> that aren't working they're not working and people are really bad um oh no <laughs> yeah and Long story short, the government said they wanted to create an artificial holiday. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> because next week is Easter, next weekend. And in Germany, you generally celebrate Easter from Thursday to Monday. Oh. Um, but not like because every day, because I can't remember, I can't remember the English words. Um, but like you have uh like green, I think it's called Green Thursday in German. Then you have like Easter Friday, Easter Saturday, Easter Sunday, and Easter Monday. <clears throat> And these are all celebrated to different degrees. Like you usually celebrate them more when you're like Catholic or when you're like Protestant, because of those, those are the two main forms of Christianity. And well, most of okay. Europe and yeah. you, you go to church and all that fun stuff. And the government wanted to make Thursday and Friday a, a federal holiday so that you had to stay home and they wanted to make it <laughs> and they wanted to make it a long weekend. So they wanted to make Thursday a holiday, Friday, a holiday, Saturday, a holiday. Sunday is already a holiday, but it doesn't matter because on Sunday, everything's closed. Uh, yeah, exactly. And Monday and people were really mad because <laughs> it's like a, like a double lockdown basically. Right. 
right, yeah, right. And, and they they backpedaled pretty fast on that like they did a 180 within a day <clears throat> within it's just, one day yeah it's just like a lot of the a lot of the 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 things that they're doing aren't really helping right and it's been this way for seven months and it hasn't really changed so yeah they're like hey we have a reason for you to stay indoors and everybody's like we're already doing that and they're like i know but easter (laughs) and they're like no and they're like okay never mind back off (laughs) and they're they're thinking about introducing a curfew like they have in france to where you can't leave after like like uh 6 p.m or something yeah i don't know Oh, oh, you, oh, man, I didn't even do the research on this one, but I heard just a little bit about it, but Florida's black backpedaling, so you know we're in spring break time, right? Yeah. Uh, so they they're, they officially have an overnight curfew. Um, it's from 8 p.m. until morning. Uh, they've been, restaurants have been closing down because it's just been so severe with the amount of people that are down there right now uh it sounds like a lot of people are blaming florida floridians <laughs> but it, in all of reality it's all the tourists they're just like overpopulating and condensing around miami and orlando and it's just it's been way too much for them and it's just like hey covid still exists like (laughs) you can't blame everything on foreigners but um (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) but (laughs) i'm I'm just kidding but no it's true i did read about that um but i i do believe that the whole response with throughout like the whole year actually Mm -hmm. It's probably the most American response you could have honestly expected. Uh, right. <laughs> so I'm not I really mean, surprised. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. So I sent you an article. Uh, uh, yeah. And, and speaking of our, our current times, the names that shall not be named. But if you happen to get a vaccine, uh, now I don't know if this is worldwide, it does say it's from New York Times, but uh, if you get that vaccine, you get a free Krispy Kreme donut on a daily basis for the rest of the year. So that's pretty American. <laughs> that's that's true. But, but there, even if it, I have even two. If it sways 60 people out of the whole US, they will have done their job as a company to be like, hey, no, I got you. Daily basis. You show them papers. I got you. <laughs> so there are two two counterpoints to that. One, I've never oh, no. had I've never had them. What? I've, ne- I've never had those donuts. Never once. I, maybe, maybe, but if I have, it's been like an eternity. And two, they don't sell them here. So <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, it's most likely us that that makes sense (laughs) and what with the vaccine and all yeah you know like they're just having a terrible time getting people to first like even getting vaccines um because the u.s didn't really want to share and Mm -hmm. uh the european union is more interested in giving vaccines to israel Mm -hmm. uh than the actual countries and it's true because a lot of the the supply was diverted to Israel because the European Union and Israel have a contract with one another for for mm-hmm. whatever, and they're almost done. Like they've like vaccinated, I think like sixty percent of their population, whereas in Germany and a lot of other countries, it's like ten percent. And wow. yeah, and what was it? The AstraZeneca. A couple of people had. Uh, did they have like a stroke or something or like a blood clot? Oh yeah, the uh, blood clots. Yeah, 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 and that scared a lot of officials here. Yeah, and it was like five people out of like three hundred thousand or something. I don't know, and they thought that was enough to like say like we're not going to use it, and that was basically oh, okay. like half of the supply chain. So now you have like a lot of these vaccines that are just sitting in storage and they're not being right. used. Oof. Yeah, and it's just it's just one disaster after another. And right. yeah, I don't know, and I don't know if I'll get vaccinated. Uh, like if, if ever because because it's just taking so long and by the time right. <laughs> by the time it's my turn it'll probably already be over so, <laughs> so yeah 
I mean, personally, um, I think we've, we may have touched on it a little bit, but I mean, I, I only have currently maybe three people I know who have got vaccinated. Yeah. Um, I'm not but, against it. Uh, yeah. I'm absolutely like, Hey, let's get it together. Let's do the testing. Let's get all the science rounded up and then let's make informed decisions. Um, but currently, as my lifestyle is, is I am still not going to any major events. Uh, the and when I do, I isolate for the week. You know, weeks to mm. come, whatever. Um, my job is very contactless. Like I don't have a lot of points of contact in which I'm compromising myself. Uh, so, I mean, technically, I'm I'm still following every recommended CDC guideline. <laughs> I'm a fairly responsible person. I'm always the first one to be like, mask up. Because <laughs> a lot of people here are just like, uh, if it's not going to kill me by going into the store, it's probably going to kill me because I'm at my job. So, <laughs> you know, there's always a, a sense of, uh, of dread and a choice behind it, um, whether it be throwing caution to wind or being super cautious. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I got I got stuff to show you. I got more. I got more on on the okay. roster for us. Okay. <laughs> All right. First thing I am gonna show you is this image. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you see it first, and then give me your opinion. <laughs> All right. What do you think? Oh. What are you seeing? Um. Uh. What is it? The magic school bus with what's yeah. her name with the teacher and the iguana. Miss mm, Frizzle. Yeah, so, Miss Frizzle. And who's the yeah. other? What the other image? I have no idea who that is. So it is the new magic school bus. Oh. And that is the new Miss Frizzle. <laughs> it's terrible. They, yeah. It's uh. I think they missed the point of who she is supposed to be. Um, and they very much normalized her, as in she looks like a everyday millennial teacher with red hair that's slightly wavy versus an eccentric 80s teacher that is just willing to take you for a ride <laughs> and blow your mind. Um, it is so funny. She looks very, um, I heard somebody else describe her like they, uh, they dragged her out uh like her makeup and everything like they gave her overly plump lips and like <laughs> you know they dolled her up essentially described her looking like closer to a brat doll than an actual teacher you know uh <laughs> less educational more uh, aesthetic you know <laughs> yeah maybe that's just nostalgia i do i think i'm biased i do like a lot of the old 90s cartoons but yeah. that was for me the last the last hurrah the last uh, we're gonna at least try and do normal authentic uh, cartoons and a lot of it is just you know like you see it in this image it's uh, very polished very it's too it's too clean it's too perfect i don't like it um, yeah but, absolutely but then again that's the whole um that, that's a part are, of your rant <laughs> well yeah and people like being against like remakes you know yeah like because the the common counter argument against that is you're not the the demographic you're not the audience so you can't really complain about remakes in that regard but i do think there is a a case to be had that something should be remade one of them is like for example lord of the rings because i really love those movies right. <laughs> and i just think they're good the way they are i don't think you and they're and some things are just timeless you know right like right. like that like there's no reason to remake it Whereas some things are kind of controversial, for example, Tom and Jerry, uh, a lot of that stuff, a lot of those cartoons from those eras are very questionable when you look at them through modern, uh, modern perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're bringing it up because you've seen the new movie. Which movie? Oh no, Chris! No, you there's a Tom and Jerry movie. Is there? No, yeah. no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I think they released it on HBO Max. I uh, I could be wrong, but yeah, we just saw it. It was actually they did have to change some things between you know them, but I feel like it was still really good. As an adult, it for a remix, 
a remix. A remix. <laughs> hey, they remixed it for sure. No, it, it felt like it was still centered around its adult audience who grew up with it. It didn't look like they were trying to catch the, I mean, sure, you could have a kid watch it, but like the jokes and everything, all the follow through, mm. um, you know, they did those nod backs. Uh, oh. so you, it, it felt very like inside jokey to me like I'm not quite sure if it would hold the attention of a child <laughs> uh, well I don't get any of that here so and there's no way I could have known that but <laughs> that's true like a lot of these shows are very iffy like for example like the Flintstones if you look yeah. at a lot, a lot of those you'll in some episodes like they're smoking cigars and that was like a children's show and you can't show that anymore no, no, not at all. <laughs> so, I don't know. Do you know, uh, I think they, ooh, let me see if I can find that fact. But uh, they said something about how in the U.S., uh, s- smoking cigarettes in the traditional fashion is going out of style. Like, it's almost taking a turn. Um, you know, of course, you can't eliminate for the, from the entire world, but there's so many current alternatives um that are slightly better for you that people would just prefer to take cigarettes directly out of the mix yeah uh, but they, see, they had like a projection within yeah. the next like what 10 years uh-huh. that it'll be like minimal in, in the american market see the problem i see that with that is how you're gonna be cool you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you just get your e-cigarette and you just you just vape on that and like you still get the smoke. <laughs> See, like with cigarettes, I, everyone knew like the risks, and then you had like these e-cigarettes, and everyone was like, "Yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot less dangerous." And I told my wife, just wait, like, because what was getting really popular was like, just wait like three or four years, and you'll see some report where they're talking about like how bad it is for you and how it's destroying your lungs because it's just trading one poison for another and that that's all it ever is is you you're just trading vices so i don't really see the point you know i don't think there's any harm in having you know a glass of wine or smoking one cigarette every now and then but if you if you do it habitually and Mm. you just replace that with the same thing in a different color you might not get that kind of disease or that kind of you know bad side effects but you're going to get something and that that's just the nature of the beast it's true i mean personally i have my own vices but they don't involve cigarettes uh i definitely feel like (laughs) all those ads probably worked on me and then i believe my mom like i I really helped her make those decisions to stop when i was young uh because i would just overreact i mean she wouldn't smoke in the house so every time i'd go outside i'd be like oh so gross (laughs) (laughs) you know I probably I probably played a role in her quitting and then it kept me from ever wanting to try it because I'm just like uh, I'd rather pick advice like alcohol (laughs) where like you said I'd rather have probably a glass of wine every day than a cigarette it just it's not my it's not my vice now I have another vice but it's not oh wait (laughs) well you know I have a goal to get a medical marijuana uh, ID so that I could go to the dispensaries that are now opening up. I don't know if we talked about that at all. Oh, now you're making me jealous. I'm missing out on so much. (laughs) Wait, you miss marijuana so much? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) You don't have that over there? Here? No, it's illegal. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, unless I think the legal amount is as long as you're not intending to sell, it should be around like five grams or something or four grams, which yeah. is which basically is nothing really. Anything beyond that is uh, like uh, slightly above that, I believe, is considered a misdemeanor. And then if mm-hmm. you get like into like the kilos and stuff like that, then it's considered trafficking. So beyond that, you know, it's 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 illegal here. That you do, I do believe though. In certain circumstances, you can use it for medicinal purposes. Mm-hmm. I do believe they have that, but the laws surrounding those are very experimental and very strict. So mm. it's not like, I don't even know what it is in the US. I just heard it through the news, but it's not like a flat across the board. But even there, though, there was an, an article I read about the Biden administration and how they fired five or six people because they found out that they had been consuming, well, mar- weed, marijuana. Yeah. And that's the 
that's the biggest trap. That's the biggest trick in the U.S. is that you always have these two tiers. You have the local and federal uh, tiers. And mm-hmm. on the local level, it's completely okay. But on the federal level, it isn't. So if you do a federal job, you're technically committing a crime, whereas yep. on the local level, you're completely safe. And yep. that's just, you know... <laughs> Contradictions yeah, that's of a bit, the butt. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't care what, what people do uh, yeah. with, with respect to drugs, with respect to certain drugs. You know, it's more yeah. of like a personal choice, but... Well, I remember watching this documentary a long time ago, and it was specifically Europe. I don't know where in that, you know, area (laughs) that it was specifying, but they were saying that they categorized drugs as either a hard drug or a soft drug, and marijuana was technically a soft drug. So that's probably what you're talking about in terms of what you're holding on your person. Yep. There's no reason to be holding more than a couple grams at a time on your person. I think that's highly irresponsible anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I can't even imagine like, you know, going out to a club, having a little personal device on me that allows me to smoke a little bit. And then like an FBI agent or a federal agent, like coming up to me and like just arresting me and me being like, no, it's legal. And then being like, not today. <laughs> Well, it's it's not it's that's a difference between being tolerated and being legal. So legal would be in the sense that you're not committing a crime, whereas tolerated is in the sense of that you've committed a crime, but we're not going to punish you that severely. And so generally, what they'll do is they'll give you a warning, they'll give you a slap on the wrist. Um, you might get a fine for like ten dollars or something, or they might confiscate you know your joint. But it's not like it's not like you could just sit there and smoke in front of them and they won't say anything. Right. That, and so that's so a lot of things are tolerated here, but uh, but they're still uh, illegal. Um, one of the best laws that one of the one of the main reasons people come to Germany is for the highways because you can drive <laughs> as fast as you want. There's no speed limit. Oh yeah, that's right. You told me about that. I was pretty excited about that. <laughs> yeah, but it's a lie <laughs> because oh, no, it's... yeah, they've been they've so there's still stretches of the highway that you can drive as fast as you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've been slowly rolling that back for two main reasons. The first being environmental because okay. it, yeah, because you produce a lot of smog yeah. and the second because of the accidents. Um, so there are more accidents. I don't know how true that is, but yeah, but I think the fastest I've ever done is like 130 or something. Uh, and then my car just wouldn't go any faster, but, but Yeah. <laughs> Hey, but you got to test it, so that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a lot of fun to drive past the cops. <laughs> yeah, and knowing that you're not going straight to jail. Yeah, that's one of the things I do like about cops here is that they're, I would say, a lot less intimidating than the cops in the U.S. They they do have problems with police brutality and profiling and racism and all that fun stuff, but mm-hmm. I would say to a much lesser degree than, like, in the u.s where you would just like panic if there's like one behind you right. <laughs> and you're not doing anything whereas here they don't um <laughs> they don't stalk you <laughs> no not really i don't think they do but at the end of the day they're, they're still cops and they work for the state and not for you <laughs> so you, you <laughs> right yeah and then they have their own individual self-interest and in why they do what they do and yeah it's so hard to um fit people in boxes without knowing like their true intent and when it comes to cops it's just so hard to tell and that's why i don't trust any of them unless i personally know them then they can be the exception but professionally speaking um i i don't know they it's always weird uh when you get somebody a, a cop specifically that's out for themselves and making themselves look good because that's happened to me where I got pulled over for going five over and the guy was so mean so mean and he was just like policing the whole street going back and forth and back and forth to where we were just like let's just either leave for hours or just stay home because this guy's crazy like he almost pulled us over twice like (laughs) yeah I guess a final a final point of that would be um I mean, you do have to kind of profile in a certain sense because you, 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 I don't, especially for like police officers, you don't have, I would imagine the time to 
thoroughly assess the situation with all the nuances. So mm-hmm. there are some generalities that you have to make. Um, but I think that should be like a stepping stone and not the end goal. You know what I mean? So yeah. you, you, can, you can keep that in the back of your mind that I've seen 10 people and they've all been like this, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the 11th is going to be the same way. But pretending that it couldn't be like that way is somewhat naive. But of course, I don't want, I don't think you should go down the road that like, you know, all blacks are like that or, you know, like driving while black and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I understand that. So I'm going to throw us another curveball. Uh, I sent you another link. However, before you start looking at it, I want to test your knowledge. Are you you aware of who Rowan Atkinson is? No, not even kind of. Okay, do you know who Mr. Bean is? Slightly. He's from the 90s. (laughs) I, what is his name? That is his name. No, the <laughs> other guy from the 90s. Um... <laughs> you're, you're like, let me derail this whole conversation right now. <laughs> Go ahead. Pee-wee? Who thinking of? Who? Pee-wee? Isn't this name Pee-wee's Playhouse? Oh, Pee-wee Herman, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only guy I know from the 90s. That's like... the only guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, to be fair, I do think Mr. Bean was a little earlier than yeah. Pee-wee Herman. <laughs> um. Well, all I was going to mention is that, like, amidst the, uh, you know, 2020 experience, uh, in January of 2021, so a, um, an article was written where uh, the actor who plays Mr. Bean uh, calls out uh, friends the moment where Monica has the turkey on her head. Do you know about that? I've never seen Friends. Oh no. See, you can't you can't stop your education in the entertainment spectrum in 2000 and 2010 and then I, not not venture back to iconic moments in I, the 90s. I missed that. I that was before my time. What was <laughs> the friends? <laughs> It's 1998, the one okay. with all the Thanksgivings. <laughs> uh, no, that was before the time where I really watched TV. No, I've never seen Friends. I know oh, okay. a lot of people. It's so popular. Absolutely. And, yeah, and the one guy's name is Chandler. And whenever people ask what my name is, like my full name, it was like, well, Christopher Chandler. It's like, yeah. like, like that guy from Friends. And, I've, and I kid you not, I probably heard that, that remark. Yeah, all your I, life. It's almost no, like an obligation never. to watch the show. I've never heard that in the U.S. No one has ever asked me that because Chandler isn't really like a super uncommon name, you know, but in Germany, it is like no one has ever heard of it. It doesn't even sound remotely German. So, true. yeah, I don't think anyone in the U.S. would have a problem spelling the name Chandler. That's not that difficult of a name. It was normalized, though in my opinion, because of a famous famous character from Friends. Maybe. So we say it in, like, every time I have been confident in your last name, it's because I immediately go to the image of that character. Well, uh, you never told me that, and I'm grateful for that. But but here, it's like, like the guy from Friends? Because right? then, then they know how to spell my name, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And uh, yeah, some person thought my name was French though, and and oh, she kept... that makes sense. Yeah, right? but it, yeah, and they pronounced it as what was it, Chandley, which I thought was very cute. Aww. And she kept <laughs> and, and the nurse kept saying my name because I was at the doctor's, and she kept saying that she's like Herr Chandley, like like Mister Chandley. I was like, who the hell is that? <laughs> and then like she came to me and she said my first and last name. I was like, oh okay, but. I'll never forget that. But no, I've never seen Friends. Um, I saw Full okay. House. Oh, have you happened Not... to be interested in the newer stuff? No, that goes back to the conversation we had 10 minutes ago where there's no point remaking or revamping or rebooting. Uh, well, that doesn't mean you have to protest it. No, it definitely Wait. does. I mean, you have to, you have to... <laughs> it's the same thing with the Superman and uh, superhero movies. They were good the way they were. No, they weren't. (laughs) 
I, I, I like my 2000 Spider-Man. And, no, and you like, just don't know what you're missing right now. Like, I, I think that um, our standards for movies when superhero movies first got started was just for the sale itself. It, it wasn't necessarily a safe bet. And then once they proved that the formula works, they went in, they honed it, they got better writers, they got better everything, and then they, they perfected it. I mean, what Marvel is doing right now is like chef's kiss because they are now they they just finished what infinity wars that whole introduction to the new characters in the universe and then they are now going to tv shows we just finished one we just finished wandavision and now we are at uh falcon and winter soldier uh and that has been again you're you're getting to see these elaborate side stories that are ultimately bringing you back into the next plot point and they all wrap into what they had introduced in previous films i mean the thoughtfulness has been immaculate like it's nothing I could expect either because they're taking references from multiple comics. Um, they like they just introduced a new character in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Never heard of this guy at all. I didn't even know it was a version of Captain America. And apparently it is. I, I literally thought it was a joke. Like it was just um, a, a guy that they brought into the film to uh, take the mantle Um and that like immediately he's gonna get murdered or something but he has a full military background um he's probably one of the top people overall that isn't like stark's level smart but still considered a genius he's not captain america strong but he still has he's still done so many tours in the military that you know he like rescue missions and all this other stuff that now he's just putting on a uniform and he's training with the shield Woo! spoilers um <laughs> i just realized i was like oh i'm getting so impassioned that i'm just going for it i appreciate um, your enthusiasm yeah it, it makes me it makes me very excited i only understood um, <laughs> half of that but i still appreciate your enthusiasm oh man i, I think the, the most recent thing i watched was <laughs> what was it like supergirl or something i think so that like the the series the cw tv show yeah i think oh, that was okay. on tv here and i thought it was terrible so i hated the trailers for it i hated how hard they're pushing female power i don't like when it's marketed to me i i like when the undertone oh. of the story writing is so good that you know that's what they're doing it's uh they they actually touched in it of um falcon and winter soldier there was a little kid and he was like oh my god it's black falcon and he's like <laughs> no he's like no 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 it's just falcon and he's like well that's what my dad calls you and he's like, okay, so you're black kid? Like, it was like, no, we don't, we don't need the title for it to be good. So <laughs> I, I just love that they threw it in there because I was just like, oh man, it's the same for women. Like, I, you don't have to say like women power. It's just, it's just, we, yes, it's just power. It, like we know that we're women. <laughs> it, it does <laughs> feel like it in our face. <laughs> it does feel like a lot of pandering. I just I saw like the first three or four episodes just for the fun of it and it was it was so lackluster and I don't remember a lot of the details but it was pretty much like oh I don't know what I'm gonna do like Superman come help me and then right and come and she and he helps her for like the first I don't know a couple episodes and yeah, I don't know I almost, I almost dismissed it uh oof. you want know Batgirl that, oh, I, oh, yeah, I, didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't like it uh that was probably the worst one of the one of the worst series that they attempted isn't um isn't that where she has like for like a lack of better isn't like where she's like a lesbian or like she's like a, like a lover or something yeah isn't... so like there was actually a lot of controversy around uh well several things uh one of the main things being is that they picked a specific version of Batgirl who was a lesbian um and a lot of social justice warriors were going in and fighting the fact that she wasn't gay enough like the actor herself <laughs> 
um which is yeah. insane because she's actually bi um so she had to like in in this weird way they wanted her to like prove how gay she was it was ridiculous and then um there was a lot of controversy behind the writing there was a lot of controversy i mean it was basically like a female bruce wayne is what they were trying to push so she was supposed to be like this lady killer uh who was taking over uh the bat role in gotham it was just it was it was bad it was it was so bad <laughs> that that's another thing i really don't like about modern movies is that it really does feel like it's pandering because there was this whole controversy a while back about trying like the next james bond should be a woman and i, I think they scrapped that idea but they were playing with that idea of you know the next james bond being a woman yeah. and that raised a lot of controversy and to me I think this is a topic I could probably talk about forever, but long story short, it does feel like you're trying to uh, force people into certain roles in order to appeal to certain groups. And it yes. doesn't really do the story like any justice. Um, like if there's a concrete reason for the character being gay, like I'm all for it, but there's no point making the character gay or woman or black just so you have someone that someone else can identify with. I think it would just be more suitable to have like a brand new character. Like there are right. some yeah there are some characters that that always like change forms like for example at least this is what i remember from like 20 years ago but like green lantern you know i was like presented in like different forms so like sometimes it's a human sometimes it's an alien sometimes it's black or white or he or she and so it's a it's a character that's very malleable but then there are other characters that are just set in stone like mm-hmm. superman for example that's mm-hmm. that is character that's the way he is and like wonder woman Although I always find it interesting that a lot of these characters have the word girl in their name, whereas yeah, the men I, have the <laughs> have man. So I don't know. I don't know. Blame blame the original people who would come up with these names. I think when you're building a whole universe from scratch, it tends to have some redundancies. And then uh, ironically, a lot of overlap with the competing it's like between marvel and dc there's a lot of names that get reused and it's just like did you guys use the same generator like of 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 made up names like i don't how did you do this did you guys sit in the same room and make up your whole universe like i don't (laughs) i don't understand how we got here on the same road with the same uh information nearly uh but you know, uh, I understand that representation is completely important. I just think that people need to be more original in their um, display of efforts. I think that mm-hmm. taking something that's already been been established yeah. and trying to rework it just for the sake of their skin color or their experience because of their their sexual orientation or what have you, it doesn't it doesn't have substance to it and it doesn't have a creative pool. Um, but it, at the same time, I understand from those other perspectives why it's still important to have that. Well, yeah. I mean, look but, at me. I'm I'm a pale redhead, and what did I have? I either had like the ugly stepsister, or I had Ariel. <laughs> and even then, she wasn't like to this day. Uh, her storyline actually really bothers me because it's about a spoiled brat who uh has everything and wants more on the other side of the hill because the grass is supposed to be greener over there so (laughs) through her lack of ignorance she's like no i will sacrifice having a voice to then go and pursue what i think is going to be better um and that's well that's like 50 years of disney (laughs) and like two minutes <laughs> that's yeah, pretty much I, all the disney yeah, movies I it, absolutely. well i i i honestly say the first that 50 not all of them had that level of privilege um it's just sad that the like the one i mean because it actually if you look at brave i mean she had all of the privilege as well as a princess <laughs> oh i love that movie it was so good but oh. yeah i know are, My, are you serious yeah i really are, are i liked gonna, it okay. So no. step step one of our next episode is <laughs> debate why Brave has flaws <laughs> of the butt. <laughs> well, one last point before we go. We were talking about like uh, comics and there's this one comic 
or this this one superhero called the gay ghost the gay ghost and he was the comic the character was created in a time where the word gay didn't actually have its its modern meaning so as as everyone knows the word gay is ambiguous can mean happy or homosexual but yeah when it was created back then it really meant like the the ghost that was very joyful and it was a comic book character that was created like in the 40s so where gay like i said didn't actually have that meaning so and they tried to like reuse this here like in later times like in the 60s and 70s and 80s but it never really worked because by then you were basically saying that the ghost was homosexual but that's not (laughs) but it has nothing to do with the ghost actually being being that so i always thought that was kind of interesting and there was this one i think this one comic book episode or i don't know what you want to call it where they were like gathering all these old superheroes and they were trying to like build up like an army to fight some evil and they wanted to invite the gay ghost and like hey you you guys should come and you should help us and he's like no i I really think like my time has passed and i don't think there's any use for like the gay ghost in like the 80s (laughs) and so (laughs) It was just, it was just interesting. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to check it out. I you should. Now I feel in the dark. I, this must be how you feel every time I try to bring up a new subject. I know, I know. But yeah, that's all from my side. <laughs> Hello. So a very abrupt ending because there were some problems with the internet, but we hope you enjoyed the conversation. Nonetheless, we thought it was very interesting. Here's a quick message from Crystal. Hey, Crystal here, just wanting to pop in to plug our Instagram handle as well as our Gmail account at Rotating Bits Podcast. Feel free to keep sending us some articles and questions. We're loving the the feedback that we're getting so far. Uh, we are going to be taking our first break for Easter next weekend, so we will be resuming with our next episode release on April 13th, so stay tuned. Thanks for listening.